just don't get it Last year I was nobody This year I'm selling records Now everybody wants to come around like I owe them something <laughs> The fuck you want from me? Ten million dollars? the fuck out of here You see I'm just Marshall Mathers. Marshall Mathers I'm just a regular guy, I don't know why all the fuss about me Fuss about me Nobody ever gave a fuck before, all they did was doubt me It was doubt me Now everybody wanna run their mouth and try to take shots at me Take shots at me Yeah. You might see me jogging, you might see me walking You might see me walking in dead rot while a dog with his head chopped off in the park with a spike collar Hollering at him cause the son of a bitch won't quit barking Or leaning out a window with a cocked shotgun Driving up the block in the car that they shot Pac in Looking for pigs, killers, dressing ridiculous Blue and red, like I don't see what the big deal is Double barrel 12 games bigger than Chris Wallace Pissed off cause Biggie and Pop just missed all this Watching all these cheap imitations get rich off them and get dollars It should've been theirs like they switched wallets And amidst all this Chris popping and wristwatches I just sit back and just watch and just get nauseous And walk around with an empty bottle of Remy Martin Starting shit like some 26 year old skinny car An anti-backstreet and Ricky Martin Instincts to kill in sync, don't get me started These fucking brats can't sing and Britney's garbage What's this bitch retarded? Give me back my $16 All I see is sissies and magazines smiling Whatever happened to wildin' out and being violent? Whatever happened to catching the good old-fashioned passionate ass whooping And getting your shoes coat and your hat took it? New kids on the block sucked a lot of dick Boy girl groups make me sick And I can't wait till I catch all you faggots in public I'ma love it Vanilla Ice don't like me Said some shit and vibe despite me Then went and dyed his hair just like me A bunch of little kids wanna swear just like me And run around screaming I don't care despite me I think I was put here to annoy the world And destroy your little four year old boy or girl Plus I was put here to put fear in faggots Who spray fago root beer and call themselves clowns Cause they look queer Faggots too dope and silent gay Claiming Detroit when y'all live 20 miles away And I don't wrestle I knock you fucking faggots the fuck out Ask them about the club they was at when they snuck out After they ducked out the back when they saw us and bugged out Ducked down and got paintball shot at their truck Plow! Look at y'all running your mouth again When you ain't seen a fucking mile road south of 10 And I don't need help from D12 to beat up two females And make up who may try to scratch me with lean nails Slim anus, you damn right slim anus I don't get fucked in mind like you two little flaming faggots just Marshall Mathers. Marshall Mathers I'm not a wrestler guy, I'll knock you out if you talk about me Talk about me Come and see me on the streets alone if you assholes doubt me Assholes doubt me And if you wanna run your mouth then come take your best shot at me Best shot at me Is it because you love me that y'all expect so much of me? You little goofy bitch <laughs> Welcome to the 27th episode of the Hip Hop Rejects. It's your boy Royalty. And yo, it's your boy Young Fly Denaris. Together and combined, we are known as the Hip Hop Rejects. Keeper will be joining us in just a few seconds or a few minutes. But uh, Keeper will be joining in on us in a kind of few. So, uh, But yeah, you just joined into the Hip Hop Rejects podcast. We are all hip hop podcasts. We talk about a lot of things in hip hop culture, music, clothes, everything. And sometimes, you know, we get off subject sometimes. But, you know, that's how we do. What's up, y'all? Man, chilling, chilling, watching Ancient Aliens before we started to record. 
Ancient Aliens. Which one is it? Yeah. Sci-Fi Channel? No. History Channel. History Channel. Figures that would be on History Channel. Man, I'm full as hell right now. Just got through eating. Just coming back in from a nice dinner. Mexican restaurant. Mother-in-law's birthday today. So. That what up? That what up? Yeah, I, uh... Well, it's not as fortunate, you know, living that bachelor life, you know. Yeah. Fried up a couple of chicken tenders. <laughs> life of a single man. Yeah, you know. I got to get me a boo. You know, get in there, you know, fix a sandwich or something. Man, nah, man, you don't want nobody to <laughs> fix you no sandwich, man. You got to go, you know, you got to go in there and go burn some stuff, man. Sandwich ain't going to get you by. Nah, I'm good on that, man. I'd rather be the one to do the cooking anyway. I feel you, I feel you. Ain't nothing wrong with a guy that can cook. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those rarities myself. I can get in there and cook, but a lot of times I'm too tired from work. So, but when I do, I throw down. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Anyway, All let's right. go ahead and get into things. Jump into things. All right. So, of course, you guys know uh, Hip Hop Rejects podcast. Uh, this is not something that you know that you know that's free. So we want to show you guys some gratitude and also in the same way you guys can support us by using Audible. Uh, Audible is offering the listeners of the Hip Hop Rejects podcast a 30-day trial of using their services. All you guys have to do is use our link at audibletrial.com forward slash the Hip Hop Rejects. You get one free audio book when you sign up and you can choose from over 180,000 different audio books. Uh, got different titles like Notorious C.O.P., uh, T.I. has a book called uh, Power and Beauty. Uh, Prodigy from the group Mob Deep has a, uh autobiography on there as well called My Infamous Life. And it's actually narrated by him. Um, and you guys can, you know, you can, if you don't like the service, you still can get your free book. You guys can counsel at any time you guys want to. But I know for me personally, I love, I'm loving the service. Um, I've always wanted to get into audio because I'm not, re- I'm a smart guy, but I don't like to read. So, you know. Uh, Audible is kind of perfect for me that way. So, yeah, same for me too, man. Um, I actually like to read, but um, you know, it's good for like when you're on the go or you or if you're in the car or something and you're trying to catch up on a book or something. So, you know, it's good for that, um, especially for people that's on the go. And yeah, um, sure. so, you know, it, it, it's it's something. That could be beneficial to you. You definitely gonna y'all definitely gonna help us out. So, you know, go ahead and check that out. Yep. Make sure you guys check out Audible. Also, uh, another way to support the podcast is through our PayPal donations. Uh, go to our homepage at uh, SoundCloud.com forward slash The Hip Hop Rejects. Uh, you can find the links for the PayPal donation and Audible on there. Those are two ways to support the podcast. Whether you want to give a willing donation of your choice. Or you can get a free audio book and then Audible kicks us kicks us back a, uh, a, a donation as well for you guys actually uh, checking out their service. Um, also, this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, this is the Memorial Day edition of the Hip Hop Rejects. And we have a sale going on on our Spreadshirt uh, spread shirt shop. Um, starting this Monday, running from this Monday to June 3rd, there is free shipping on all orders over $30 by using the promo code uh, MAYPARTY. Um, and also, just so you guys know, we did put up, I put up some new designs today um, on the Spreadshirt shop. There's a, um, a Hip Hop Rejects logo that's very similar to the Public Enemy logo. 
Well, I got a, we got a Run DMC themed Hip Hop Rejects t-shirt. Um, another one with the same theme on a coffee mug. And we also have some tank tops on there as well because we know it's going into the summer. You know, everybody don't like to rock a t-shirt. Um, probably thinking about doing some V-necks too. I know, you know, got some fans out there that are probably into V-necks as well. So I'll probably put up one, put up a design for one of those as well this weekend. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. That's another way to support the podcast. You can also, you can get an official t-shirt from the Hip Hop Rejects. And on top of that, uh, when you guys do put in your order for your shirts, when you get your shirts, make sure you guys take a picture and share it with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Righteous, righteous. And so, as we always do every single week on the Hip Hop Rejects, we want to spotlight our listeners more on the lines of the, you know, where they're from and the top countries that are listening to us every single week. Um, from the looks of it from the previous week, nothing much has changed too much. Of course, the United States always and always rounds out the top, top four. Uh, we got number two, Germany. We got France rounding out number three. And then we got the UK in the top four. Well, rounding out number four. So, big up to you guys. Thank you guys for listening to us every single week. Um, in addition to that, make sure you guys email us, man. Like, we want to hear from you guys. Like, you know, messages just to say that you like the episode or hit us up on Instagram. Make sure you guys are following us. Um, even if you guys have SoundCloud pages, uh, look us up on there. Easy way to get the episodes real quick uh, when we post them up every single Monday. So Exactly. And like we said, if you don't speak English, you know, or write in English, you can also send it to us in your native language. And we will use Google Translate to translate your um, messages, um, emails, or anything. So, you know, keep in touch with us, man. We definitely want to hear from y'all. And soon, um, I'm not sure how soon, but once we really get the live streaming going on, we may be able to take phone calls from you all. So, yeah, we're looking into uh, kind of like a voicemail service for the podcast as well. You know, get some, you know, voicemail questions listen to questions in some things you guys may want to ask us or get our opinions on so you know that's something we're looking forward to in the future all right so let's get into the thick of things for this episode for episode 27 uh first off we got we're going to talk about the billboard awards billboard awards happened this past sunday uh we're going to talk about a couple of the categories that are associated to this podcast uh which three categories we're going to talk about uh, is going to be top rap song uh, top rap album and top rap artists. Um, so in Billboard Awards, so Billboard Awards, you know, to us, Billboard is probably, in our opinion, if you go back and listen to our show when we talk about the legitimate, the legitimacy of the award shows, Billboard Awards has probably holds the most weight more than anything because it's not really decided by a committee; it's decided by you, the fans, the listeners of the artist's music. So, uh, top rap song, the nominees in this category was Drake, Hotline Bling, Fetty Wap with Trap Queen, Fetty Wap and 679 featuring, well, Fetty Wap 679 featuring Remy Boys, Salido, um, Watch Me, and Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Poof, See You Again. Um, in this category, right person won because the Wiz Khalifa See You Again song was huge. Very, it crossed everything genres yeah. yeah across all different type of genres you heard it on every single different type of radio station 
uh, that was playing this song. Um, really surprised that um, I think if it wasn't for this song, I think probably probably would have been uh, probably would have been Hotline Bling. I think probably would have been the runner up. He's my personal opinion. Hotline Bling or probably Trap Queen. You know what? Sadly to say, I really think he would have been um, this silent toe. Oh, Salida. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, with that watch. You know, that's that. Well, yeah. Watch me with yeah. Nene. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. <clears throat> you know, when you got to do it, that, that was basically something for the kids. So when kids get involved, it's. Yeah, man, I did a, um, I was at, my wife had a Christmas party for a job, and, man, so I'm like, I got my laptop there, and, you know, I'm, you know, my wife wanted me to provide some music, so I'm using my, I was using my Spotify. Man, I go change the music, look, kids, I had, like, a bunch of freaking six and seven-year-olds around me, man, trying to request, trying to put in DJ requests, became the official DJ, and everybody, even, you know, kids are all different colors and creeds, like, you put on Salido, I'm like, man, I do not. And me, I personally don't like line dancing songs. Me either. Cha Cha Slide to me is the ghetto hokey pokey. Exactly. You yeah. know, I mean, I ain't even Superman that whole when Soldier Boy came out with that. You know what I'm saying? So, now nah, I'm good on that. Yeah, you know, dance songs of hip hop, they have their place, but, I mean, you know, as I, I've never been, I've never been the type of, I'm not. My personally, I'm not big on them. I mean, some of the songs have been, you know, cool or whatever. But I'm more see, more... I'm like, I'm like Goody Mob. People don't dance no more. All they do is this. Yeah, see, me too, man. <laughs> me too. I'm, see, I'm the same way. So, yeah, man. All right, next category was a uh, top rap album. Um, Drake, if you're reading this, is too late. Drake and Future, what a time to be alive. Dr. Dre with Compton and Kendrick Lamar. Well, not and, but Kendrick Lamar to Paper Butterfly. And then Meek Mill's Dreams Worth More Than Money. Um, and Meek Mill's Dream Worth More Than Money won this category. A lot of people are upset about this category. A lot of people feel that he shouldn't have won this award. But, again, it's, you know, it's based off sales. And, and No, doing- this one wasn't. This was, we're sorry you got your ass whooped verbally by Drake all year. And we just want something. We just want to make you feel better, cause simply because J Cole not even in this. That's like, I mean, but not, but that's the that's the one point though. J Cole is not in this category because I have a strong feeling if it was, I think J Cole probably would have won, would have took it. But just me. Um. All right, so we got uh, top rap artists: Drake, Fetty Wap, Future. Wiz Khalifa and Salido don't really classify Salido as a rap artist, but he falls into the rap category for some reason. And Drake won this one, which was kind of like no-brainer. It was either going to be him or Future. But Drake is more... Drake is not... I won't say he's more commercial, but he's a little bit more out there, forthcoming, and doing Saturday Night Live and stuff like that than, like, you know, Fetty Wap and future and stuff like that so he was more more in the public eye so okay so i just looked up how many al- albums did j cole sell <clears throat> j cole so 
Oh, four million mm-hmm. copies of 2014 Forest Hill Drives. Mm-hmm. Now, I need to see how many albums did this cat sell. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I ain't trying to stall the show. And I just got to see. Uh, continue royalty until I find out these digits. Oh, no, man. I'm finna, I'm actually going to look it up myself and see see what uh what the units were on this on this album. What's the name of that weak ass album? <laughs> uh Dreams Worth More Than Money. And that was his album cover for this album? Really? Okay. Uh that's beside the point. Um uh, shoot, I don't even got no numbers on this sucker right now. Let's see. It was in the number one Billboard Top 200, but... It only peaked at number 20. No, Billboard 200, U.S. Billboard 200, it peaked at number one. Uh, U.S. R&B and Hip Hop album, Billboard, number one. But everywhere else, it was like all... It was very very scattered. Now, on the rap Billboard, it was number five. That's the highest that it went. Okay. I, I ain't... But I'm okay. gonna be, but I'm gonna be Dude didn't even sell a million copies. And here's the funny thing. Here's the crazy thing. But okay, well, I'm gonna give you the 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 Metacritics on the ratings on the album. All right, we got Billboard. Billboard even gave it a three and a half stars. Complex three and a half. Hip Hop DX three and a half. Rolling Stone gave it a three. So. So how did he win that category? That's what I'm trying to see. Don't know, man. The don't numbers know. don't support it. And then to top it off, like the three singles that I'm seeing that he released all this album, the only one I heard was All Lies on You. And that was of course because Nikki was on the song. But never heard of never heard heard the record called Check. Never heard the song called Rico. But you know what that was though, you know what that was though, y'all? That all eyes that all eyes on you because they had Nikki and because because they had Nick Minaj and Chris Brown. Them fans picked. Them fans picked it up probably based off that. Man, that made me waste my data looking up that pathetic. <laughs> but all right, man. Let's move on from that. From that subject. Um, all right, so we got a uh, so Little Wayne and Birdman have called off the settlement talks with. Uh, with the lawsuit that they have going on, um, Wayne is still going forward with um, his $51 million lawsuit, but come to find out they could not come to any type of agreement on what to settle on. So therefore the war continues with Lil Wayne versus Birdman. And even though Birdman still acts like everything is all cool, and he says, that's my son, like 50 million times. Like, we don't know that already. But anyway, um, but yeah, Wayne is still upset about the whole, you know, them holding up the Carter 5 album. Um, recently, was it, I think, what is it, was it last weekend? Or was it during the Billboard Awards? He, um, well, he did like a concert or something. He said, he said, fuck baby. So, well, no, fuck cash money. Same thing. Yeah, same uh, thing. Yeah, same thing. Um, but, uh, but yeah. We better be careful now. You know what I'm saying? Talking about Bird, man. He might call in and be like, yo, is y'all through or is y'all done? You know? It's all about some respect. Yeah, yeah he's he gonna tell it. 
he gonna want us to put some respect on his name, and I'm just gonna holla, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't scare me. They just being real with it, you know. I'm not gonna let nobody that look like him scare me. I'm sorry. I would rather be scared of a WWE wrestler than him. I'm sorry. I got guns too. Yeah, man. It's like with the whole Wayne and Birdman thing, it's eventually going to have to end eventually somewhere. And then Jay-Z made a statement that, you know, Birdman is holding up him signing Wayne. So, so, like I said, man, it's going to... It's going to end some type of way. And I just hope it don't end on a bad note. I don't. Hope, I just hope it don't end like a Tupac situation. Yeah. That's the part. That's the part that I'm, that I'm feeling that, you know, it's going to be a very similar situation. Cause he's, I mean, he's the, I mean, all in all the interviews, every time somebody asks about Wayne, he's pretty much delusional to the fact of that. He's not acknowledging that, you know, that he's dissing him and all this and all of that. Um, he's upset because he's hanging with, you know, he's the, when he, the whole, um, breakfast club thing happened. So Wayne had insult the injury. He goes and takes pictures with Rick Ross and trick daddy on a DJ Cali set for a video <laughs> purposely. <laughs> so him saying like, Oh, that's my son. He took a picture with all trio. Yeah. All trio of them took a picture together. So it's like the same people that he supposedly that don't respect that don't respect him. Lil Wayne went ahead and just took him. it was like this was like days after after the whole situation happened that he uh took a picture with uh with Trick and um with Trick and Rick Ross. Yo, sidebar. So speaking of the Breakfast Club, the shade room, you know how they go on posts, Instagram posts from these artists and Twitter responses and stuff like that. So, Shad Moss, a.k.a. Lil Bow Wow, or as he likes to be called, Bow Wow now, is upset with Charlemagne the God. <laughs> Said Charlemagne the God is a whore. He always got his name in his mouth because he had made Bow Wow Donkey of the Day, which Bow Wow got mad because they played a rerun of the show in which he was made Donkey of the Day. So, Charlemagne only responded like, yo, I wasn't even at work today. That was a rerun. I'm not feeling well, but God bless you. So, props to Charlemagne like that because guess what? Bow Wow is not even worth the attention. You know what I'm saying? You get no publicity off of going out to Charlemagne, little dude. Now, I have much respect for, for Bow Wow, Shad Moss, whatever he's going by these days. Um... He's probably salty because CSI Cyber got canceled. <laughs> Pretty sure he was right. in it, of course. Yeah, I think he's salty about that. Like, CSI really Cyber that. was pretty much like roll bounce, a waste of film. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the only reason that the most successful thing you probably had recent years was the Madea movie you was in and... That's because it was a Tyler Perry movie, so you know all black folks gonna pretty much go see that. <laughs> so get out your feelings, Byron. I'm sorry, I had to get that out of my system. Really? 
<laughs> that was not even necessary. <laughs> but anyways. Alright, man. On to the next subject. Um, yeah, shooting at a um, T.I. concert in uh, New York City, Urban Plaza. Uh, basically, what went down was uh, Troy Ave, which is a... I don't know where uh, Troy Ave hails from, but... Um, he called pretty much caused the incident that went down with a shooting because he got caught on camera, um, stirring up some mess, some ruckus. Um, but he got caught on camera, sh- um, causing uh, he basically he caused a shooting or he some people got injured because he was got into it with some other people while he was there. Um, but yeah, so he got arrested for the shooting on that. Um, I know T I got on Instagram apologized for the whole situation. You know this wasn't what it was supposed to be like. He also uh-huh. lost um, a show that he was finna do down in Florida because of that incident, and those people are requesting their deposit back from Ti, which is fifty five thousand dollars. Yeah, and then you also got the New York City commissioner. Uh, let's call it rappers thugs. So, with that particular, with that particular statement, I mean, okay. The whole thug, them calling them thug, I mean, you can't really put them all in the same, put all rappers in the same category, but basically what the commission was saying, you know, you know, rap music incites violence, things like that. But man, look, okay, so does heavy rock metal, and roll. never say rock and roll, heavy metal, when they slam dance, mosh pit, that's, Donald Trump, that's straight up. <laughs> Yes, Donald Trump rallies do incite violence in all types of people. Um, but yeah, man, it's like with that particular with that particular statement that was made, it's like, I mean, yes, Troy Ave made really made hip hop look bad in that particular situation because I, you know some people. This is why you know. Let me clarify this. This is why some rappers are not meant to be in music. Because they can't leave that thug life or the street life or their or their criminal tendencies alone when they when they're out in public. They have to somebody jump off or do something wrong or they feel like they're disrespected, they gotta pull out a gun. Exactly. So I partially do I partially do agree with that, but also at the same time with a lot of hip hop artists like T I Yes, it may talk about violence. Yes, it may talk about drugs. But at the same time, just like any other musician, is telling the story. And man, T.I. didn't work his butt off since the last time he got out of jail to stay out of trouble. Right. They didn't have nothing to do with T.I. At yeah. all. It's only because his name was on the concert and he was the main, he pretty much was the, was the he was the, the headliner of the actual event. So that's the only reason why his name is thrown all over the situation. When, but he wasn't even the one. So I even wonder was Troy Ave even on the? Was he even an act on the concert that Ti was holding? I, well, I'm not sure. I didn't kind of like catch that or read that anywhere, or maybe I missed it. But I wonder was he actually even on the show as as a performance? Yeah, I need to try to figure that out too. Cause if he was like, man, what do you? So you just get in, you just get into incidents and start shooting people as you getting ready for your show. Did this say warm up for you? No, no. He's trying to see see what it is. 
all of them want to be like 50 now. No, they want to get them. They no. want to get plugged. Get no, them. No, I'm, look, 50 got plugged 23 times. 25, how many times? It was in the 20s. And he survived it. I don't think any of you boys are. In, come on, look at the size of 50 versus some of these rappers. I ain't lying. Think they're going to survive 20 some slugs? Ain't no way. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, don't yeah, don't be trying to look, don't live that life if you just don't live that life if you're trying to get into the hip hop game. Leave that leave all that behind. We uh, shouldn't have never gave you niggas money. Hmm, but some of them got that right. But, you know. Some people don't act right when they get you know, like they always say, money just amplifies who you just amplifies who you really, really, really are. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so young is uh, is keeper gonna come on? Uh, he said he was tied up in some business, um, trying to work out a show for next weekend. Next weekend. So, okay. hey, we let yeah. him, hey, we let him handle his business, man. So we'll you know, yeah. guys, we'll we'll catch keeper on the next episode. We won't you know, man got a man is an artist. He got to make his got to make his money. So, exactly, man. Right, and man. he still may call in, so we'll see. Okay, yeah, we'll keep rolling on. Um, all right, Ludacris has paid $650,000 for a 13-minute performance at University of Georgia. I don't really see a problem with this. Um, I know the university did apologize for paying him that large amount of money for the performance. But, you know, there's a lot of artists out here that have their fees to perform, whether it be to appear at a club or perform for any type of new for any type of event or to perform in a performance in general i mean they have that fee i mean if you want that artist you pay that fee now there's some artists out here that are not really worth the fee that they charge some of them in my mind as great as an artist as ludicrous is and if biggest as a big fan i am of his hey that man is pretty much a legend status in my book so hey pay that man I remember back in the day, I think it was around the Carter Two album. They were trying to get Wayne to come to Green Greenville, you know. And um Wayne said, I ain't coming nowhere for less than fifty G's you know. And they was like, Yo, fifty G's like Are you serious? <laughs> I'm like, What y'all expected he was gonna say he was gonna come for two hundred? <laughs> exactly. Five thousand? Yeah, shit. Yeah, man. Like and you know, with that, it's like, you know, when you're trying to get artists to come to smaller venues or smaller towns and stuff like that for that with that example you gave, it's like, you know, man, look, if you don't understand the game of music, then you shouldn't like you got that's one thing you gotta understand. And that's that's the that's the problem with a lot of places. Case in point, you know, places we come from, they don't they don't really comprehend that concept of, you know, artists with retainer fees and all this type of stuff when it comes to, to getting them and booking them. And, you know, um, most artists, like, have a rider that on the rider, basically, it's, you know, these are my conditions. This is what I need to be, to be and feel comfortable before I perform. Yeah. And shoot, I may want all blue Skittles. I, may, see, want, they- I may want all my M&Ms separated by color. You know, and see, they think because they get people like around here, you know, just because Yo Gotti come to town or 
a couple of times somebody like Trina then came to town. You know, I mean, yo got it right up the street up in Memphis. You know, yo got it two hours for us, from us. And, you know, he got people down here. So, I mean, it's nothing for him to come down here and not charge your arm in the leg. You know what I'm saying? But in the same time, at the time, Gotti went on their scales. Like, Gotti here this weekend in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, those type of cats, they'll come in, they'll kick it around, you know, kick it around the Ville or around the Delta area where we from. But it's hard to get them cats like Wayne or Tip or Luda or somebody. They'll go to Jackson. Yeah, because they, cause they, they've had artists there on that on that level and they know how the game works and that's the same thing that's the same thing with the whole thing with the dj game man with a lot of with a lot of artists and things like that i mean don't get city like new york la houston where i am and stuff like that you know they get how it goes you know when it comes to to breaking the artist to break a record but like for example there they don't get that there like and nobody's trying to like keep it said on like keep it was was telling us on the, and this is a conversation we was having we was having off air uh, after we recorded episode twenty six. It's like you know where, where we from and even it may not even be just where we from, but it's probably just happening in other cities and states. And you know any artists that are listening to the hip hop rejects, you know man, sometimes it's where you are. Your city may be just a wave rider. Where they ride the wave when you pop off or when anybody pops off from that area. And sometimes you have to really forget, not really forget where you're from, but kind of like not look for their support and look for support outside of where you're from or where you're coming out of. Because you're going to get more love from the people outside of, if you're trying to, you know, if you're trying to rip your hometown and stuff like that, and you just not, you feel like you're not getting that support that you need to get you off the ground. Sometimes they just ain't going to give it to you. It just, I mean, that's just how some places are. And, you know, where we're from is a very good prime example of that. And so sometimes you have to really reach outside the box and go to different states or visit a different state or city to, to get to jump off you can't you can't focus and you can't wait on that hometown support to boost you like other places like you know like in atlanta or or something like that or like new york or whatever or wherever the you know the prime markets for music you know whoever prime markets of music are where you see a lot of artists come out of or like for another good example like miami and florida and stuff like that so not gonna always get that support sometimes you really have to step outside of your comfort zone and go somewhere different or try a different approach to, to build your fan base, build a buzz, you know, and case in point where a lot of artists with social media and with all the different tools that they have out there, like your YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, stuff like that. You can reach those people from other countries and different States and they can, you know, appreciate your sound and what you do. So. Yeah. And like they, they, Speaking of Ludacris and Atlanta and all that, like, I remember uh, him and Juvenile was talking on an interview, and um, Juvenile was like, man, you know, the first person to ever play any of my music was Chris Lover Lover. You know what I'm saying? He was like, my own 
my own hometown, New Orleans, wouldn't even play nothing cash money because at the time it was a no limit town, and it was like we brought it when when Chris was a DJ, they took it to Atlanta, and he put it straight on the radio. So you know, that's yeah. how it go, man. Yeah, even some of the most famous artists then had them run ins with their hometown. Mm-hmm. It was all it was just for some whatever reason. It's like hometown don't want to. It's in the the psychology of it, man. It's just, it's very confusing, and you know nobody ever really understand understand nobody ever really understand it. So it's you know the psychology of it is like you know they'll ride for somebody that's not from there that's already made, but they won't help make or create a artist or somebody from where they're from and know their struggles and everything like that you would think they in in theory in your mind you think they would do that but it doesn't always work that way some people some people are lucky enough to capture it and get it but you know most of most are not they have to go outside of that they have to go outside of their place to do that so but all right man um gucci Mane, fresh out of prison early um only thing I can say about this, you know, good for him or what, good for Gucci. What I hope is from this whole situation with Gucci is one, he learns his lesson. Two, hope we get the Gucci that was when he was on the when he was getting onto a level when he was doing songs with Mariah Carey, and he had the record Lemonade. Gucci, that's, that's the Gucci I like. I don't like the so icy version. Of Gucci Mane, I like the. I put it this way, I like the commercial version of Gucci Mane. If he can go back, he can get back to that place where he was more commercial and he was really becoming, he was almost about to hit that mainstream level. If he can get back to that, then I'm, I'm, I'm I would be really hyped to see, you know, Gucci get back to the, get back to that point of level because I actually started to like him because I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of Gucci Mane uh, during his early days. I actually like mixtape Gucci. You know what I'm saying? And for those folks out there that know about Gucci, you know what I'm saying? You know about them, them tracks, my shirt off, uh, swing my dough. You know what I'm saying? All them freaky girl, all them type of tracks like that. But I do agree with you. To me, his best commercial album is um, the Roger Davis yeah. Um, album. Yeah, that's, that's, and, his best, um, that's his best album to me. But you know, I mean, but he got a new mixtape dropping tonight. It um, it's already dropped. So you know, I'm gonna go check that out. See what Gucci jumping off with. Hope he go get that snow cone removed from the side of his face. You yeah, know? and see that, and you know the thing. And speaking of like tattoos, I'm a fan of tattoos. I got tattoos myself, but um. With a lot of the artists that be getting the tattoos on the face, like man, if you're an artist, man, don't get tattoos on your face. You like you you don't know how much you destroy your credibility and the markability of your of your brand as a as a rap artist, as a hip hop artist. When you do that, I'm not saying nobody probably won't go for you because if you make you know if your music is great and you know what you're putting out there is just hot, they're gonna find a way. But with the whole, you know, tattoos on the face, ice cream cone on the face, um, it just kind of like kills the brand in a sense. It's kind of it's really hard to 
it's kind of really hard to market some people like that uh, when they have tattoos on the face. Prime example, shoot, Stoja Boy is, is working on, like, removing some of his off his face. I think that was, like, doing, um, this was probably right when he was doing Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, like, the second season, and they had him on the reunion. He said he was getting some of his tattoos removed off his face. So, people, you know, people starting to see that, you know, it's cool in the beginning, but otherwise, like, man, why the hell I had this on my face? This shit gotta hurt. To get that removed off your face, yo. Yes, yes, the removal is a whole lot worse than the, than get it to get it added. Cause it's lasered, man. It's lasered off, and they do it in sections. So imagine that. On, imagine them putting the laser on your face, and, and you know, doing inch by inch, trying, and it's multiple visits. It's not just one sitting that they do that to remove it. So, I think yeah. it's like sixteen weeks. It's something. It's something like that. It's something very elongated. Because I watched a, uh, I think I watched. I watched a True Life about a guy that was uh, that had tattoos and he was getting his tattoos removed because he wanted to be in corporate America and stuff like that. Or people wouldn't hire him because he had his body completely tattooed. So he went through with the procedure. So no, that's a that's a long process, man. That's why, like, when you get tattoos, like, think long and hard about what you're gonna get because you gotta think to yourself, this is something that's gonna be on my body for the rest of my life. That's why I don't do stupid tattoos. All my tattoos on my body mean something to me or it's dedicated to somebody in my life that I feel that is important to me. So, yeah, man, think long and hard about getting a tattoo shit. I'm thinking long and hard about wanting, I want to get a, a half sleeve. I'm thinking long and hard about what I'm getting on this half sleeve before I even do it. So um, It's slow in my department. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm not a tattoo person. When I was younger, I used to want them. I came fairly close. But then I was just like, man, it ain't even worth it to me, man. Because I was going to get a back tattoo. I was going to get an angel wing on one side and a devil wing on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I changed my mind, man, because, you know, I, I, I that crossed my mind. Like, how am I explaining this when I'm 70 years old and I'm a granddad? Yeah. Like, granddad, why you got wings on your back? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I drink Red Bull. That grew wings. So you know, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I ain't scared of nothing. You know what I'm saying? I've been. I used to thug back in my younger days, but you know, like it's like it's real talk about it, man. I just never been a tattoo person. Yeah, you get older, man. You know, mindsets change. If you don't, a lot of times when you if you don't go through it, your mindset change, but. Out of all honesty, when you do get your first one, it's like I went through a period in my early 20s, man, where I was just, I couldn't think of what I wanted, but I just wanted another tattoo. And I know what people go go through that get, that go to get tattoos all the time. It's just, even though, yes, it's painful, but it's like, and how it feels, it's more like an annoyance of them constantly, you know, you know, putting a needle on your skin. But part of it, kind of feels good after a certain amount of time because you get used to it, getting used to the sensation from it. So it's, you know, it goes it goes a long way. This part of the, the whole tattoo life. And I see why, you know, I know why people, you know, continue to get them though. But yeah, all right, man. So main topic we're going to talk about tonight is um, talk about the Marshall Mathers LP. Uh, 16th anniversary uh, this week on May 23rd. 
on May 23rd, uh, Marshall Mathers LP came out in 2000. Um, with this, this album was a true landmark for hip hop. Did a whole lot. Um, so we're just gonna go into a couple, just go into a couple things about the Marshall Mathers LP as far as what it did for hip hop. Um, yeah, what's some of your favorite tracks off of? Well, um, the song Marshall Mathers, which we kicked the show off with, um, Kim, um, Stan, Who Knew, The Way I Am, The Real Slim Shady, um, I love all the skits, because <laughs> they're hilarious, um, Criminal, I think, I mean, man, pretty much the whole CD, man. Yeah, the whole CD is a uh, is a classic. And it's a classic in itself, man. Um, I probably say some of the same tracks you said. That was some of my favorite. Ken, yeah, Ken was one of my one of my favorites. Uh, there's a track on there that he did with um, what you call it from Onyx. I think the cast name. Um, but yeah, that's enough. Sticky fingers. Yeah, sticky fingers. Yeah, sticky fingers on a uh, remember me is the name of it. Yeah. No, yeah, remember me. Uh, that's another one of my favorite tracks off, off that album. Um, what do you think the Marshall Mathers LP did for hip hop, man? It made it hype for white rappers to get back into rap. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's probably the, one of the biggest things of them all. That it, it it allowed yeah it allowed you know Caucasian rappers to really be more accepted taken seriously because everybody everybody that beforehand that tried to anybody that was white that tried to step into the hip hop arena was treated as a vanilla ice and more yeah. or less of the word um, but, it, it allowed to, you know allowed them to really take them really seriously. But it, what it did was um, pretty much in my opinion. It built the bridge and it gave hip hop a license to really start telling the truth about how they felt about a lot of stuff. Because, you know, even though Eminem went through all his own controversies with all pretty much every album, he said something that offended somebody that I don't give a fuck mentality started to spread out through hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On a more grander level than it had, than it already was. Was so you know. All right, the next question on this one: Do you think this is Eminem's greatest album of all of them? Yeah, it's to me. It's Marshall Mathers LP, then Eminem show, okay. then Slim Shady. And then everything else. Yeah, you about to put it in the right order. For me, I'm kind of I'm conflicted with. Even though yes, I love the Marshmallows LP, but I'm I'm somewhat conflicted with that in the Eminem show. A little bit. <laughs> Marshmallows LP is because Eminem show he got a little bit more emotional, or more more radical, but Marshmallows LP was like. Okay, this is my sophomore album. I'm not gonna do the sophomore jinx. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go hard on every song, and I'm gonna give you something 
and, and you know the way I am is what really set that 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 album apart from everything else because you know he telling y'all yo this is me yep that is uh, that and uh, the real Slim Shady that mm-hmm. was you know all the M&M's and stuff like that That's plus his MTV um, performance yeah yeah that, that's another one Christina Aguilar better switch me chairs so I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst and hear him argue who she gave head to first. You know what I'm saying? And then he dapped Carson Daly up when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, the other thing with it's okay. For example, with Marshall Matters LP, like, man, could you imagine that type of album being released in this PC environment that we're in right now? It'll be man, it'll be a freaking uproar if that, you know, if that was something that was just, just coming out. This time and era is, this time of day is not for Eminem, and I think that's why we ain't heard too much from him. Yeah, because people are too sensitive nowadays. Oh man, it'll be. I mean, come on, it was people protesting back then, and you know about him and the stuff he was saying. But dude, like the 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 magnification of how it is now, how sensitive people are now. And then the crazy thing, is, yeah, it's just like imagine if somebody would have come out, anybody was to come out like that on that type of level, talking about the stuff that he talks about and everything, and all the different stuff that was on the Marshall Matters LP. It would be. And- and see, like, as far as white rappers, you know, we got Lil Dicky now that just out there trying to have fun. <laughs> but and speaking of um, speaking of white rappers, though, on that level, I mean, just in the, in the white rappers in general, um, like, for example, like, uh, I know there's nobody on that, that is that, that caliber of rapper that's on the Eminem level as far as Caucasian or whatever. Um, but some rappers that I am feeling that they, you know, they could get pushed a little bit hard to the stretch. I like. I'm starting to like. I listen to a couple thousand. It's the G Easy. I'm liking G Easy. I'm, I'm really liking that guy. He's like the. His look. He's more of a, like. He looks like a clean cut guy. Very, you know, well dressed, but he raps, and it's you know it's something it's something that kind of caught me off guard because remember. Back on a couple shows, we mentioned this album. It was like, it was in, it was on number one on the billboard. I'm like, man, who's this G Easy guy? And it stayed up there, and it's, I think his album stayed up there for a good little bit. So, and I see why. Uh, I like, I like a lot of his stuff he, that I've listened to so far. I listened to one of his albums on Spotify. I listened to the whole thing. Guys, well, good. my second favorite white rapper would be Lil White. That the uh, the guy that was with yeah three with three six with the six yeah yes, his first of- album you know what I'm saying that that to me that's a southern classic to me you know what I'm saying if it didn't do as well as you know a lot of stuff three six did but that album right there because like when I first heard that I was like yo who is this little white cat and I had no idea he was a white boy. <laughs> Exactly. Me too. Right when I heard him, when I heard him on uh, back in you know back in the early what early two thousands, you know we was yeah. yeah we was in high school, man. We would do you know we go somebody's house, everybody has a bunch of songs. We do mix CDs, and so you know 
mutual friend of ours, you know, was making me, was made me mix CDs and I would get them and he just mixed whatever onto the CD and I'd get them and I'd be like, man, what's this little white cat? And like, trying to find out who he was when I looked him up. So yeah, he's another one. Um, who else? Uh, Yellow Wolf is another one. His first album, Trunk Music, uh, definitely a classic. Of course, we got um, you know, Bubba Spark was out for, for a hot little minute. Um, yeah, Bubba was straight too. Yeah, Bubba was another one. Those are the really the main ones. You know, everybody put up a big fuss about Asher Roth that he was gonna be the next Eminem, and I I shot that down immediately when I heard that. Like you can't you can't put anybody you can't put that pressure on nobody when it comes to an artist to put somebody like oh this is gonna be the next Eminem. Don't say that because you already you already cursing them before you even before they even get off the ground running. What's the guy name? Oh, I like his music too. Uh, Mac. Oh, uh, Macklemore. No, not Macklemore. Oh, Mac Miller. Yeah, Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Yeah, Mac Miller's Mac another, Miller. another good one. And he's in. Yeah, he's I independent. Like and he's independent, and he's just killing it. So. Yeah, Mac Miller, man. I I I I, I like the I like the goofy type of white boy, boy. cast. You know, yeah, what me I'm too. <laughs> me too. Um, but yeah, man. So we're gonna come and wrap this uh 27 episode to an end. But gotta get into. Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook. Twitter, IG, Instagram for those who don't know what it means. Um, just look up the Hip Hop Rejects. Look for the look for look for the logo of the Hip Hop Rejects, and you know what's us. Uh, make sure you guys follow, leave comments. Uh, make sure you guys share the episodes um, with any and everybody. Share them on your on your timeline on Facebook, Twitter, all of that. Um, make sure you guys shoot us emails if you guys have any questions or just want to get our take on any type of situation or just something that's going on in hip hop currently or if you want to access who we feel is our you know something like want to feel who's our greatest you know who's the greatest artist between you know this rapper and this rapper or anything like that um and then also we are looking into spotlight some indie artists so make sure you guys shoot us your shoot us your music either through our SoundCloud page you can link us in on there or you can email us at thehiphoprejects at gmail.com put the subject line indie spotlight in the subject so we'll know that it is that it does have um, something a demo that we need to listen to and if we like it we'll put you guys we'll put you guys on the Put you guys' music in the rotation of the podcast. Shoot, hey, if we like you even if we like you even more, shoot, we may invite you to come on to uh, to kick it with us and uh, talk about some uh, subjects that's going on in hip hop for that week. Um, also, make sure you guys just another quick reminder on the Spreadshirt Shop. Uh, make sure you guys visit shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash the hip hop rejects. It's going to have hip hop with a hyphen in the middle. Make sure you guys please go check out. Our t-shirt shop. We got some very nice tees. We have, I've been working on, working very hard on, on the designs for. Uh, make sure you guys check them out. Make sure you guys cop a t-shirt uh, to support the podcast. Make sure you guys go check out. Uh, use our Audible link, uh, audibletrial.com uh, forward slash the hip hop rejects. Get you guys a free audio book of your choice. And like I said, it's, it supports the podcast when you guys sign up. If you guys are not satisfied with the service, don't want to keep the service, you guys can cancel at any time. It's within 30 days. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to us on iTunes, 
Google Play Music, Sprinker, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and also you guys can also get us through the Podcast Addict app on Android. Um, get us on there as well. Young, you got anything else, homie? Man, y'all just be blessed. Y'all be easy. See y'all next week. Yep, yep, yep. And we, this is another one in the books. See you guys for episode 28. See y'all. Enjoy this. Good night. Yesterday I changed your diaper, wiped you and powdered you. How did you get so pink? Can't believe it. Now you too. Hey, but you're so precious. Daddy's so proud of you. Sit down, bitch. You move again, I'll beat the shit out of you. Don't make me wake this baby. She don't need to see what I'm about to do. Quit crying, bitch. Why you always make me sound at you? How could you just leave me and love him out the blue? Oh, what's the matter, Kim? Am I too loud for you? Too bad, bitch. You're gonna finally hear me out this time. First I'm like, alright, you wanna throw me out, that's fine But not for him to take my place, are you out your mind? This couch, this TV, this whole house is mine How could you let him sleep in our bed? Look at Kim, look at your husband now I said look at him, he ain't so high now, is he? Little punk, why are you doing this? Shut the fuck up, you're drunk You're never gonna get away with this You think I give a fuck? Come on, we're going for a ride, bitch no. Sit up front It's not